0: welcome and thank you for tuning in to journey to purpose podcast your source for christ-centered girl talk and inspiration i am your host ilana major and i hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as i am let's get into it hello 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 everyone And thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose Podcast. I am your host, Ilana Major, and as usual, I am absolutely ecstatic that you are here tuning in for this episode. I always say this, but there are a plethora of Christian podcasts and Christian content For you to tune into. So, the fact that you are listening to this podcast episode um, is something that I'm truly grateful for. And I have to believe that the Lord led you here. And so, my prayer for you is that. As you listen to the content in this episode, I pray that the Lord speaks to you right where you are. I pray that he meets you at the point of your very need. I pray that you walk away from what you have heard with a deeper sense of peace. I pray that you walk away from this knowing God more than you knew him before. I pray that you walk away from this feeling comforted in whatever way you need to be comforted. That you walk away from this having a sense of um, just a deeper understanding understanding of God's word. And so with that being said, if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you are tuning in and you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your love and your support and your encouragement. I appreciate all of you guys. And I want to take a moment to just give an honorable mention, give somebody their flowers, I want to place my sister, Tasha, in the seat of honor, as my um, professor would say. Tasha, 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 I want to say thank you so much for the way in which you encourage me week by week. You guys, after I post these podcast episodes, I'm usually so busy with school that I don't go back to see how many people listened to it or shared or any of those things. But one thing that I have come to um, look forward to is reading the comment that my sister is going to make about my podcast episode every week. And without fail, when I open it up, it is always my sister. Encourage me in some way or another. And so Tasha, my oldest sister, my big sister, I want you to know how much I love you, how grateful I am for you, how um, blessed I am to have a sister like you who continues to speak into my life. I want you to know that on days where I have been discouraged, I have opened up um, my app and I have seen your comments and it has blessed my spirit from the inside out. And so today I just want to say thank you and I want to give you your flowers. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. You are an amazing woman of God and I want you to know that. So Before I get emotional, I'm going to move on. (laughs) If you have been tuning in, then you will know that last week we had an abbreviated episode where I stopped and just began to encourage you all to seek God as it relates to your purpose. And I'm still on that, you guys. I'm still purpose pushing. I still want you guys to pursue the purpose that God has laid out for your life um again, this is titled Journey to Purpose Podcast. And so uh, we talk about the journey of being a Christian, but we always talk about, we also discuss the journey to identifying our purpose. And I've told you guys time and time again that this podcast episode, me sitting here speaking, that this right here is a part of my purpose, and you all have become a part of that. And I'm grateful to share it with you. Now We had an abbreviated episode about purpose last week, but prior to that, oh, we were talking about preparing yourself or positioning yourself to hear the voice of God. And so on today, what we are going to do is we are going into part two of positioning yourself to hear the voice of God, but this is actually going to be the end of the series because I Upon looking at the scriptures and upon sitting with the Lord and praying, I don't have as much to say about it as I thought I did. And so once today is over, we will be done with this particular um lesson. And so um we are going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 3. If you have your Bible, I would ask for you to turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 3. And we're going to begin reading at verse 7. And this is what the word of the Lord says. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time and once more Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed and the Lord came and called as before Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I am going to carry out all my threats against Eli and his family from beginning to end. I have warned him that judgment is coming upon his family forever because his sons are blaspheming God and he hasn't disciplined them. So I have vowed that the sins of Eli and his sons will never be forgiven by sacrifices or offerings. Samuel speaks for the Lord. Samuel stayed in bed until morning, then got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. He was afraid to tell Eli what the Lord had said to him, but Eli called out to him, Samuel, my son, here I am, Samuel replied what did the Lord say to you? Tell me everything and may God strike you and even kill you if you hide anything from me. So Samuel told Eli everything. He didn't hold anything back. It is the Lord's will. Eli replied, let him do what he thinks is best. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And all Israel from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh and gave messages to Samuel there at the tabernacle. All right, you guys, as I began to um, look at this message, I wanted to as a matter of fact, I read some of the verses that I read last week as well because I wanted to expound upon um I said last week but the week before I wanted to expound upon some of those things that we we discussed last week, and even as I begin to talk about this particular text, my prayer is that. Someone who is listening to this podcast begins to know God in a way that they've never known him, that they begin to discern the voice of the Lord. They begin to have encounters with the Lord that they have never heard before or never had before. That is my belief for all of you guys. And so what I want to say to you guys is when we talk about positioning ourselves to hear the voice of God, one of the things that you must have if you're going to be able to hear the Lord is an ear to hear. You guys may be really familiar of the phrase he that hath an ear to hear let him hear. It speaks that throughout the scriptures particularly the New Testament and so essentially what that is saying is those of you who want to hear hear what thus saith the Lord. And so I pray that each of you guys has an ear to hear the word of the Lord, has an ear to hear the Lord when he's seeking to guide you, has an ear to hear the Lord when he is seeking to correct you, to keep you from going down the wrong path. I pray that God gives you an ear to hear him. When I look at the story of Samuel, There are so many things that I find really fascinating, but so many things that I am yet learning from his story. And even starting out from the scriptures that we had not yet um, began to digest when it says that Samuel that Samuel heard everything that the Lord said to him. And this is what really threw me for a loop. This is what really caught my attention. You guys. When the Lord is calling us and the Lord is ready to speak a word to us, I just believe that there's a level of excitement there and that if I were Samuel, I would have been waiting on God to tell me what my future is going to look like, waiting on God to tell me how much he loves me, waiting on God to tell me something that's going to make me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. And wouldn't you know that when the Lord shows up, The Lord shows up with anything but that. The Lord shows up and he is speaking against Eli, the man who has seemingly raised Samuel. And I don't remember if I gave you guys any background, but let me tell you guys about how Samuel got to the tabernacle, how Samuel um, got to be the understudy of Eli to begin with. Samuel's mother could not conceive. And so what Samuel's mother did was she cried out to the Lord and she begged the Lord to bless her with a child. And she said, Lord, if you bless me with a child, I will give him back to you. And so Samuel's mother, what she did was she prayed, she prayed and she prayed and the Lord finally blessed her with a son. And when the Lord blessed her with this son, she took the child and she um, nurtured the child as long as she needed to. And when, when she had weaned him off, she took him to the tabernacle. She took him to the church. She took him to the house of the Lord. She gave her child back to God. And so Samuel is where he is because his mother was blessed by the Lord and because his mother refused. She refused to turn her back on the God who had heard her prayer. She refused to turn her back on the God who had met her at the point of her very need, who had answered the prayer request of her heart. And so she gives Samuel back to the Lord. What we see in this text is the very beginning of Samuel beginning to have a deeper relationship with God. We already know that Samuel was serving the Lord before he ever heard his voice. Because when we look at the text, it says Samuel did not yet know the Lord. This is verse seven, because he had not Ever had a message from the Lord before. And so, even as I look at this, I think about you guys who say, Man, I don't know what it's like to hear the voice of the Lord. I don't know what it's like to be able to discern his voice. I'm praying that God give you the ability to discern his voice so that you can get to know him in a way that you've never known him before. There is something about being able to discern the voice of God. There is something about hearing the voice of God and obeying. There is something about when everyone is speaking in your ear, everyone is giving their opinion, everyone is saying what you should do, but being able to quiet those voices and hear the voice of God. Being able to recognize God's voice, it does something different in your life. I believe that it deepens your relationship with God, that it deepens the intimacy level that you have with God. Knowing his voice, it is so important, you guys. And so when I think about Samuel, there are other things that really stand out to me that I think are critical for us as believers, especially those of us who are saying, Lord, I don't want to just... Lord, I appreciate your word. I do. I love your Bible. I love your scriptures. Lord, I thank you for your Bible. I thank you for these scriptures. But God, I need more of you. Father God, I'm not being, um, I am not being disrespectful in any way. God, I am not being, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Ungrateful at all because I truly appreciate your words. But God, I also need you to lead me day by day. God, I need to know if this is the spouse for me. Lord, I need to know how to repair my marriage. God, I need to know what to say to my son after he has gone through his first heartbreak. God, I need to know, is this the job or should I go into entrepreneurship? God, I need to know, is this the church or should I go back to my last one? Lord, I need to know, I need to hear your voice, not just in the principles of how I should live this life, but God, I need your voice in everything that I do day by day. Father God, I need you leading and guiding me. And so as we look at the text, Samuel is going from a place of being able to sit in the tabernacle and learning from Eli and probably breaking down some of the content that is in the word Um, He's going from that place to going into a deeper level of intimacy with God where he hears his voice, where he begins to recognize his his voice. And watch this, you guys. This is Samuel's response to hearing the voice of God. Samuel stayed in bed until morning, then got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. So there are two things that really sat with me as I began to look at that. Samuel heard the voice of the Lord and Samuel stayed in the bed after he heard the voice of the Lord, after the Lord gave him what he gave him. What I love about Samuel is that even as a boy, he possessed wisdom. You notice that Samuel did not run and tell Eli everything that the Lord said. Samuel stayed with the word. Samuel sat and processed the word. I even believe that um, the scripture indicates without specifically saying that Samuel rested having this word and so when I think about being able to rest after God speaks I am reminded of the fact that there are many of us who hear a word from the Lord however that might be You've prayed on something and God has given you an answer. God has sent someone to specifically speak in your life. They didn't know that you were praying about this when they began to mention this specific thing. They didn't know that they were even being used by God, but they were right. And you identified that this was the voice of the Lord, whether it was through a dream, whether it was through a song, whether it was it was through the pastor speaking in a sermon. You identified this, but yet you still haven't been able to rest. God has already spoken concerning the fact that he's going to provide you with a job, but yet you still cannot rest. God has already been. He's already spoken and said that he's going to reconcile you to your spouse. But yet. You are still unable to rest. God has already told you what he is going to do in your life. He's already told you that he is going to make you prosperous. He has already told you that he is going to give you the ability to travel, give you the ability to bless others, give you the ability to lead Yet you still have not been able to rest in it. And so I'm speaking to the person who, although you truly are aware that God is going to do what he said he's going to do, you still are having a hard time resting. You still talking about this problem. You are still running here and there and trying to get other people's opinions when the Lord has already spoken concerning it There is a lesson to be learned even when we look at the reply of Eli. Eli, once he hears the rebuke of the Lord, once he hears what the Lord says he's going to do, what he says is, it is the Lord's will. In verse 18, it says, it is the Lord's will, Eli replied. Let him do what he thinks is best. And so even as I sit here speaking to you on today, I want to remind you guys that God always knows what's best. But I also want to share with you that whatever God does in your life, whatever God speaks in your life, however God corrects you, whatever God allows in your life, that it is all for your good. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so I want to get to a few, I don't even have any points today, you guys. I just wanted to point out some of the things that I see in this text that I think are beneficial for us to to walk away with as believers in terms of hearing the voice of God. And Already told you that you need to have an ear to hear. Can I share with you something else? I want to share with you as we look at Samuel how Samuel responded after he heard the word of the lord i told you guys that samuel laid in the bed all night right but this is the second part that i that i got from this scripture that really caught my attention it says samuel stayed in bed until morning then got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual i love that the lord is saying After Samuel has this divine experience with me, after Samuel has a face to face encounter with me, after I begin speaking to Samuel in a way that I have never spoken to him throughout his life, Samuel goes back to serving me. Samuel went back to business as usual. Samuel said, Lord, I am not going to think of myself as being so high and mighty just because I have developed a deeper relationship with you. Lord, I am not going to believe that because you are developing me spiritually, that I am any better than anyone else. Lord, I'm going to continue to serve you just like I did yesterday, just like I did the day before that. And let me ask you guys this. How many of you guys have the ability to continue to serve God no matter what he says to you. When the thing that the Lord says to you, when the thing that the Lord allows in your life, when in some way God doesn't do the thing that you want him to do, my question to you is, will you continue to serve him? Will you continue to worship him? And you guys have to understand that when the Lord spoke this word about Eli, Samuel is there and probably in shock. And this is probably something that was even painful for him to hear because Eli refers to Samuel as son, which suggests that they had a paternal type of relationship. And what's interesting in the text is the fact that Eli is doing with Samuel that which he should be doing with his own sons. He is raising Samuel up in the fear and admonition of the Lord, that which he should have been doing with his own sons, which led to the neglect of his sons is what led to the blaspheming of the Lord and all of these wicked behaviors that they had um, If you haven't read about eli's sons, they were absolute nuisances um to the people that were in the the people that were in the country. They were absolutely um the opposite of what Eli was. Um, they were opposite of what would be glorifying to God. Um, Eli's sons were reckless. They were very reckless concerning the Lord. They had no regard or no honor for the Lord. And this is why the Lord says that he will not forgive their sins. And he says that they they won't be able to make amends by any types of sacrifices or offerings. And so again, you guys, um, I want to ask you that when God speaks a word over your life or he allows something into your life and it's not something that makes you feel good and it's not what you want him to do, are you going to still serve him? Will you still Worship him when God don't say what you want him to say, will you still honor him? Will you still give him glory? Will you still keep coming before him? Will you still read your word? Will you still let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father that is in heaven? Will you still give him glory? And so the other thing that I want to make sure that I address with you all is this. When we see Samuel after having the encounter with the Lord, Samuel does not switch up. He does not switch up. And to be completely honest, Samuel doesn't run out sharing the word with everyone who will listen to it. Samuel is not puffed up. He's not walking in pride. He is serving the Lord the way that he was before. In fact, he was not even going to open his mouth and share the word with Eli until Eli threatened him. And once he is threatened, he shares the word, but not only does he share the word, he shares the word with accuracy. And so what I would pray for each one of you all is that as you share the word of the Lord. As you share what thus saith the Lord in the scriptures, as you share these things, I would pray that you would share it with accuracy, that you wouldn't infuse your opinion in it, that you would not add any words to it, that you would not take any words from it, but that you would share the word as the Lord has said it. And so this is what Samuel does in these scriptures. There are so many things that I have learned by looking at this text that I had never seen before. The aspect of Samuel remaining humble and opening the tabernacle doors after this experience. Samuel didn't say, okay, now I need an understudy because this is where I'm walking with the Lord. And this is a word to all my super safe saints who think that because you are so spiritually mature, that you get to look down your nose at other people, those of you guys who are judging people because their sin is different from your sin. Those of you guys who feel like because you know a little bit more Bible than the next person, that in some way that makes you God's favorite. It does not. God is no respecter of persons. And I want to end this by saying this No one is above reproach. And so as you begin to hear the voice of the Lord and as you begin to walk closer with the Lord, I want to remind you that the greatest in the heavens is the greatest servant. Okay, those who are the greatest among us are those who are the greatest servants among us. I hope that makes sense to you guys. But as we look at this scripture, we see that Eli is being, he's still being rebuked by the Lord, but the Lord says it in the word. I want to repeat what the Lord said concerning Eli. I am about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I am going to carry out all my threats against Eli and his family from beginning to end. I have warned him that judgment is coming upon his family even in looking at this, you guys, this means that Eli had been warned by God, but he still did not straighten up his behavior. Man, I could just shout off of this to a bit because there is something that I am thinking of when I read this. And that is the fact that we are sinful. Eli was sinful, but God continued to use him. God still used the broken vessel. And so for those of you guys, I want you to know that even though there is sin present, even though there are ways that you sin and you fall and you miss the mark, that God is still able to use you. If he can use Eli, who he had already said, I'm going to bring judgment against him and his family. If he was still using Eli at this point, <laughs> this is a God that can use you or I. I am no one's prophet, you guys. Um, I like to say that at times the Lord uses me prophet prophetically, but I do not like to claim that I walk in the office of a prophet because the weight of that anointing is a lot to bear. And so again, you guys, we see that Eli is being rebuked and Eli is being rebuked by Samuel, the boy, the the one who Eli probably had not even imagined would begin to um, rise in the ranks the way that he is so quickly. And so this just goes to show you that no matter what heights you reach, no matter how close you get in your relationship with God, no matter how you hear his voice, no matter how closely um, you follow his word and all of those things, this is a reminder for all of us that none of us are above reproach. And so if I could just um try to quickly give a summary of some of the small nuggets that I shared, this was not a message where I had point for point like I typically do. I was hoping to be able to do that, but the Holy Spirit didn't quite lead me in that way. And so I am here somewhat freestyling and just sharing with you all some of the notes that Um, I wrote down as the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about this. And so one of the things that I share with you all is that you must have an ear to hear. Those of you all who want to be led by the Spirit of God, who want to um, discern the voice of God, who want to understand when God is speaking to you, who wants to know God better. Pray and ask God to give you an ear to hear you guys and not just an ear to hear um, those things that are going to make you feel good. Because I want to be honest with you. When you begin to discern the voice of the Lord, there are going to be times where the Lord speaks to you. And it is not going to feel good. Where the Lord is going to speak to you and it is going to feel like a spanking. When the Lord is going to speak to you and it is going to bring you to your knees in repentance. When the Lord is going to speak to you and He's going to say the thing that you didn't want Him to say. When the Lord is going to speak to you and the answer is going to be no. The healing won't take place here. The healing is going to be on the other side in heaven. When the Lord is going to speak to you and it won't. be what you want to hear. But my question to you is when the Lord speaks and it's not what you want to hear, can he trust you to continue to serve him? Can he trust you to continue to worship him? You guys, again, I said that Samuel got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. He didn't switch up because of the revelation that the Lord provided. He didn't switch up because he had gotten um, to a higher place with the Lord. He didn't switch up because now the Lord was shifting him from being an apprentice to being a prophet. He didn't switch up on the Lord. He continued to serve the Lord just as he had before. And I submit to you on today, that heart of service before God, that heart that operates in humility, that is the heart of a person who will hear the voice of the Lord. That is the heart of a person who will have an opportunity to be led of the Holy Spirit. The other thing that I want to share that I had not shared is about being intentional of he- in hearing the voice of the Lord. Have you guys ever purchased a car? And before you purchased your car, you had not ever seen that car. You didn't see that car driving. But now that you have the car, you see that car everywhere. You hit the stop sign. You see the car. You go to the grocery store. You see the car. You pulling up at church. You're like, there goes my car. You driving on the highway. You see about three or four, even one of them cars and cut you off your car. Now you're seeing it everywhere. Do you know why you're seeing it everywhere? Because now you have placed special attention on seeing it. Now your mind is an intent on seeing it. And so what I want to say to you is just the same way that now you have placed your attention and focus on this car. You're beginning to see this car everywhere. Place your focus and your intentions on hearing the voice of the Lord. If you are intent on hearing the voice of the Lord, I promise you, you will hear him. If you are intent on seeing the hand of God in your life, I promise you, you will see it. If you are intent on hearing what thus says the Lord concerning your marriage, what thus saith the Lord concerning you conceiving these children, what thus saith the Lord as it relates to your purpose, I assure you, If you are intentional about hearing God, you will hear Him. You might hear Him in a song, you might hear Him in a conversation with your grandmother. You might hear him in a commercial that comes on TV. You might hear him by way of a dream. You might hear him by way of a sign. You might hear him by way of a sermon, by way of a song. But if you are intent on hearing the voice of the Lord, guess what? You are going to hear him. Last, I want to end by sharing this one small nugget or reiterated what I said earlier, and that is you need to know that no one is above reproach. None of us are above reproach as closely as we may walk with the Lord, as surrendered of a life as we may lead We are not above reproach. And so all that being said, that's my little tidbit. I wish I had a more organized structure with this particular episode, but this is the way I have it. It's almost as if... Every single thing that I saw, I just took notes on it and I didn't quite formulate it the way I typically do. But I pray that yet and still, it has been a blessing to each and every one of you all who has listened to this podcast episode. And before I tune, um, before I cut this podcast episode off, before I'm completely done, I want to say a quick prayer for you all. Father God in heaven, you're worthy of honor. You are worthy of glory. You are worthy of praise. Lord God, we come before you worshiping you as the creator of this universe. God, you have no rival. Lord, you have no equal. Oh God, everything in this earth is subject unto you. God, you our sovereign God. And so God, we stand before you, God, and we pray, God, that as we stand for you before you, God, that you would empty our heart of all impurities, Lord God. Lord, fill us up with your Holy Spirit, God, that we might produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you would guide us and lead us, Lord. And even now, Lord, if there be anything in us that is not like you, Lord, I pray that you would remove it, Lord God. Father, purify our hearts, purify our minds that we would lead lives that are glorifying to you, Lord. Father, if there is any sin that is present, got anything that we've done today or yesterday, got any unconfessed sin in our life. Lord, I pray right now that you would see that seeing, oh God, Father, that you would, God, give us hearts that are repentant. God, we stand before you on today, God, desiring to please you, desiring to glorify you, desiring God to live life in in a way that honors you. And so, Father, we pray that you would forgive us for all of the ways that we have missed the mark, all of the ways that we have sinned against you, all of the ways that we have offended you, O Lord. We just come before you, God, praying, God, that you would forgive us for those things. Now, Lord, I pray for all of those who are listening to this episode who have yet to hear your voice. God, speak in a way that you've never spoken before. I pray for the one who wants to hear your voice and wants to be led by you, wants to be guided by you. Oh God, Lord, would you give them an ear to hear? Oh God, give them an ear to hear the voice of your spirit, Lord God. Father God, I pray That you would give us hearts that are humble, Lord. Lord, because we know that God, humility, God, in our humility, Lord, you often show up and manifest your presence, Lord. And so, Father God, I pray that as we walk in humility, Father God, as we desire to surrender ourselves to you, as we submit ourselves to you, as we are committed to serving you, Lord, I pray, oh God, that you would honor our prayers to have an ear to hear. Lord, make us intentional to hear your voice, oh God. God, calls us, God, to hear your voice when there needs to be a warning, Lord. Calls us to hear your voice, God, when we need to be convicted. God, calls us to hear your voice when we need to be comforted, God, and reassured, oh God, allow us to hear your voice, Lord. Father God, we come before you on today, Lord, giving you praise, God, believing that you have heard every. Every single thing that we prayed on today, believing, oh God, that you are going, God, to show up and do the thing that only you can do. Lord, speak for your servant is listening in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. All that being said, I love you. I love you. I love you. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.